Blog Talk Radio. Hey, everybody, it's your girl, Cy Brown, checking in for the Cy Brown Morning Show. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. We have a great show planned for you today. Evangelist Nicole Simpson will be joining us to talk about her new book, Dare to Dream. She is definitely a friend to the room. I've known Nicole for a while. She also hosts the Power of Gospel here in the New York area. So if you're in the New York area, don't forget to slide on through on a Sunday night and listen to her as she gets down and talks about church and topics and and politics and just a whole host of things on the Power of Gospel. Definitely an awesome uh, woman of God. So I thank her. She will be joining us momentarily. Just to give everybody... um, a couple of quick updates. The chat room is now open, so feel free to join us in the chat room. Nicole will be taking your questions, so the chat room is open. Um, don't forget, if you missed the live broadcast, you can always download the show through iTunes. So you know how we can make it easy for you to listen to the show. Big shout out to my caller from 571 for listening into the show through her cell phone. Thank you so much. I know Curvy Queen will be joining us shortly. She may be calling in everybody from the road because she's coming up from Atlanta. Definitely a friend to the Cy Brown Morning Show. And she will be hanging out with us tomorrow night at the New Jersey Nets game. I am so happy. If you are in the New York City area tomorrow, you all know that I run a cancer charity because my mom passed away one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 159 days ago today, actually. Um, from stage three ovarian cancer. And instead of mourning, we just kind of get up every day. And the, the National Women's Cancer Alliance is raising awareness about reproductive cancers. And the New Jersey Nets, in their, in their awesome glory, has, has shared tickets with us. So we are raising awareness tomorrow night at the New Jersey Nets game for reproductive cancers. And the National Women's Cancer Alliance is very happy and proud to partner with the NBA. Uh, before we uh, get into really our, to our topic today, I just have to touch, I would be remiss if I did not mention what happened last night, our State of the Union. I was part of a focus group for the New York Post. You all know I'm in New York. And um, you know what? They were very gracious. I'm flipping through the paper right now. The New York Post is, is, is you know, it is what it is. I'll just leave it at that. And I participated in their focus group, and I watched the show live from the New York Post. And uh, it's on page 10, so if you guys, you know, get the New York Post, go to page 10, and I'll just read you my, uh, my comments. The topic says, uh, split post panelists and split decision. And so it says, small business owner Saida Brown, a disillusioned Obama supporter, said the president won her back last night with his focus on jobs. And then I was quoted, I was very skeptical. I didn't feel anything was getting done last year, but I feel better tonight, Brown said. He made headway with me. He owned up to what we expect of him. So I am very happy. Just as a media person, you know we can be misquoted at times. And uh, that was a very accurate quote. So big shout-out to the New York Post. So good looking out. Thank you for everybody who reads the Post and everybody who supports uh, supports me and my talks and, and my commentary. So, uh, so thanks a lot. You know what, let's get into a little bit of music, and then right on the other side we're going to bring in my dear friend Nicole Simpson. It's your girl, Cy Brown, right here on the Cy Brown Morning Show.
you got to love live radio. I just got a text message. Sorry, we can't hear anything. Sorry about that. Here you go. <laughs> I can't stop praising. I can't stop 
I just got hit up in the chat room by Derek Eady who said, Sai, I love that song. You know what? I love that song, too. That is definitely one of my favorites. I was in youth ministry for so long, and uh, that definitely was one of my favorites. Uh, just pardon the, the the little hiccup that we had in, um, in sound just a second ago. you got to love the, uh, the spontaneity, I guess, is the best way to put it, of live radio. So thank you very much to... Evangelist Nicole Simpson for her patience just through that little hiccup. We're going to bring her in, uh, you know, and bring her into the conversation. Just want to give a quick shout-out to Derek Eady, who's in the chat room right now. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. And definitely RGW, who is um, who's in on the check-in. So thank you very much. Just want to give one more quick note. I just got a text message um, from somebody who wants to get some more information about Nicole's book. So, yeah, I'll make sure I post that on my blog in a second. So, yeah, don't worry. We're going to get all that information out to everybody. Right now we're just going to open up Nicole's mic. Nicole, thank you for your patience. Just had a little bit of technical difficulty this morning. But since you're a radio personality, I'm sure you are very, very, very familiar with with the – I guess, I don't know, the little hiccups of live radio. So thank you. Hold on one second. Hey, Nicole, are you with us? Following along with your own doctor. This is a this is what a snapshot of total
No, there's different tissues going back. If you don't do it naturally, there are actually, on top of that, some wonderful at home medications, prescription medicine, and flu medicine that can help lower it. And it works for lifestyle. It works, it works for me. Hello? Hey, Nicole, are you with us? I am, I am. How are you? Thank you so much for your patience. I'm so glad you're hanging out with us today. I'm going to actually extend the show a little bit because I don't want to, I don't want any of my listeners to miss any of your powerful message. So I hope you can stick around just a few more minutes after the show. Absolutely. I certainly can. Anything for you, Sai. <laughs> Thank you, my darling. First of all, we just got to talk about how many books you have. What is go- are you like a writing fanatic right now? Can I tell you, this question has come up, and it is so amazing to me because you know my story. I started off 
um, with my first book, which was Planning for a Reason, a Season, and a Lifetime, simply because I had a story to tell. It had nothing to do with me being an author. It had nothing to do with me having a desire to be a writer. I had a story, and I wanted to make sure that it was captured. And so I simply wrote, and that was the, the, the basis of my first book. The second book, which is um, currently out now, The Ultimate Plan, A Financial Survival Guide for Life's Unexpected Events, uh, it, it was really an evolution of the first book. Uh, for those that don't know anything about me, I'm a, uh, first of all, the World Trade Center survivor worked on the 73rd floor of Tower 2, which is relative to the first book. Uh, but I'm, I, you know, just being a, a certified financial planner and a disaster recovery specialist, uh, I understand what it's like to have and then to lose and that process of trying to rebuild. And that's where the second book came from. Again, simply wanting to express to individuals that you can recover, you can begin again, you know, and this is how you do it financially. So the first two books were relative to my vocation, relative to my experience of, of things that I had gone through. And uh, this book, actually, which is titled Dare to Dream, and I'm very excited about it, this book is my first non-financial book. Uh, so I feel like I'm having a new baby. Yes, it has nothing to do with money. It has nothing to do with finance. Um, it's titled Dare to Dream, Pushing Past Your Purpose, um, Your Pain to Pursue Purpose. And um, it came as a result of uh, I had the pleasure of uh, ministering at the Women of Worth Conference. And um, it, it's a church, um, Elder Stacy and, 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 and Apostle Michael Dinsmore, Community Tabernacle out of Sanford, Connecticut, did a conference here several years ago. And the Lord laid it on her heart, and she didn't know me. She just knew of me from the radio show, The Power of Gospel. And the Lord laid it on her heart to, um, to invite me to share. Now, you have to know that this is the Lord because I don't know them. That's what's so awesome about it. Wow. And she gave me the title and said, the Lord let me to know that you have something to share in this area, dear, and to dream. And it was uh, so amazing because that one opportunity to share led me to speaking throughout the country about daring to dream. And the Lord laid it on my heart in September. Uh, and when I was in Atlanta, the, the uh, weekend where Atlanta had all of that rain, it was me and a notebook and a piece of paper. And I didn't even have a laptop side. And, you know, I don't go anywhere. Anybody that knows, knows I don't go anywhere without my laptop. Yep. But the Lord literally downloaded what is ultimately the Dare to Dream um, book. Wow. Um, and it really just will talk about our life circumstances that really kills our dreams. It stagnates our growth, and it allows us to live in a life of mediocrity. And that is not God's best for us. And so the only way that we're going to be able to pursue our dreams diligently is to face those past painful and although hurtful experiences, deal with them, let them go, and move forward. And we may have to accept a new normal, and that's okay. Yeah, that's a good buzz right now. I didn't mean to cut you off. The new normal. Yeah, that's that's, that's the thing right now, the new normal. Yeah, what does the new normal look like? Well, it's uncertain, but, you know, there are no guarantees in life. And, and, and you know, uh, just knowing you personally, and I talk about this in the book as well, if an individual is, suffers from a catastrophic illness or a person loses their parent prematurely, 
or an individual has suffered at the hands of a, a molester or, you know, has suffered from rape or something of that nature, life as they know it will never be the same. You know, and so their perception on how to move forward is different. But they right. can't live in that experience and in that traumatic moment and allow that to dictate and define everything that they do. And so that new normal is trying to adjust to life after that catastrophe, after that trauma. How do right. I find balance? How do I get to a place of peace again? And one thing that I know for certain is that not addressing the issue is not going to have you begin to pick up the pieces. For right. people that have lost, whether it be through a fire, whether it be through the loss of your job, you know, and you lost your identity. For older individuals who gave 30 years to one employer and all of a sudden they found themselves displaced in this last decade, yeah. they've got to identify and come up with a new normal for their lives. Nicole, I want I want you to share, if you can, a little bit. Just you know, I I know this is your first non financial book, but I think just even with these economic times, like yesterday, I had my my friend Carl Agard on the show talking about finance and real estate. Just by being a World Trade Center survivor and and going on to just be um, a, a a woman of God and a financial advisor, how do you think people can can get they want to dream they want to start their own businesses but how does that directly tie into their finances and moving forward particularly in a faith-based way well i'm glad you asked that and then i'm also glad that you added the faith base so there's two things yeah. i just want to adjust i was a financial planner before world trade center um and and i was a woman of god beforehand and i think that that becomes very important because when tragedy struck um i did have my faith to rely upon and um mm. and and so that that is that is a uh, a ground in which we must understand the foundation is built up. When mm-hmm. we start dreaming, we have to understand that um, the scripture that best describes where we should get our direction from is when we delight ourselves in the Lord, He'll grant us the desires of our heart. I think sometimes we um, we look for purpose, we look to pursue dreams and think that they may be contrary to what God has for us. And um, God has created us uniquely. So those desires that are on the inside of us, we need to begin to explore that. What happens with individuals in the faith-based community is that in their exploration, and they can hear from God, they know what God is saying, and simply because they have not figured out the financial way to navigate through what they have deeply embedded in their hearts, they do nothing. But that's mm-hmm. not how God operates. And and that's the difference between us and the rest of the community. We must continue a faith walk. Now, practically, Saida, I think it's important for us to realize that um, we have got to go on a financial journey, and, and getting our financial affairs in order will take mm-hmm. time. And me understanding this, one of the things that I've done, and I'm glad I even have an opportunity to talk about this, I've decided 52 weeks, we're going to give 52 tips. Now, mind you, I am a certified financial planner. There are not that many African-American CFPs in the world. And so I'm giving away 52 weeks of free advice on how to become financially stable. And so I say to anyone, And this is important because I say to anyone, if you want financial stability in your life, then you need to join up with us every Monday. So I mean, it's very easy for everyone. 
Nicole, let me put this in the chat room. Hold on. Every Monday. Every Monday we put up one tip. We're but on the fourth it? week. I'm getting ready to tell you. I'm glad you okay. asked. You guys are fine. Wait, look, I have to bring, you, just let me add real quick. I try to bring my listeners as much information. So as you're talking, I'm typing in the chat room. <laughs> and, and I appreciate that. But first of all, if anybody ever wants to find out anything about me, they can always go to NicoleBSimpson.com. NicoleBSimpson.com. It will that lead in you to, yes, it will lead you to the blog. It will lead you to my website. It will lead you to the power of gospel. It will lead you right to Dare to Dream with me. So all you have to remember is NicoleBSimpson.com. You can also find me on Facebook. Okay. But here's I'm another thing. In the chat room. I'm putting all this in the chat room. Wonderful. We we need to get everybody, you know, one of the things, and I said this yesterday when um, when Carl came on the show and RTW, who's in, the Cal- in South Carolina who listens, he was like, you know, he gave some good information. I really encourage my listeners to support the people that give of their time to come right. on the show. So definitely um, I just put um, your website, Nicole B. Simpson, in the chat room. And how can they find you on Facebook? Nicole B. Simpson. We make these things simple. Everything is Nicole B. Simpson. Here's the other thing, side that's very important. If you don't like to read everybody, I even put the tips on video. We're making this easy for individuals so that we can become financially free in um, 2010. Now, I'm promising everybody that you will find financial stability if you listen to the advice, but it's not going to happen overnight. So this is a journey, 52 tips over 52 weeks. They can sign up whether they want video or they can sign up whether or not they want um they want it through WordPress. It's either way, but they'll get the tips. And in that, what they'll find is that when you get your financial affairs in order, your ability to finance or to pursue your dreams become a reality because people can have an abstract thought in their mind when it comes to their dreams. But then when it comes to really making that abstract thought concrete, there are those hindrances or these roadblocks that are in front of them, and the biggest one is finances. And so we're going to attack all of that at the same time. And so I'm telling everyone, you can pursue your dreams. If you have breath, if you have the activities of your limbs, then you have the opportunity to pursue your dream. And finances will not be the reason why you don't accomplish your goal. I can promise you that. I may not be able to promise a lot of things, but I can promise you that. You just take the advice. I'm answering questions. Um, you know, and this is the easiest way for individuals to to really get information from an expert. Well, you know what? I just um, I just got um, uh, a dear, another woman of God, sister in, in the body of Christ, Christine Pembleton. She says she wants to reach out to you for her radio show. So, Christine, I'll shoot you Nicole's information. Christine is an amazing woman of God and and, and been a supporter of of me in the show. Um, from day one, so thank you so much for that. One of the things I have to stress is that, you know, everybody wants to dream and everybody, but if it's not done in God's way, it's going to be a mishmash anyway. Like, you can do what, you, you can have these dreams or you can think you're going to go to the left, but if it's not really in divine order, it's going to turn into a disaster anyway. So I think that's a critically important piece to share, that we always have to make sure everything that we do is in alignment with what God wants because I've done things that Sai wants to do and it never works. 
I do want to I do want to stress on that side. I, I totally and wholeheartedly agree with you. But I also want to caution individuals because um, for the last decade, you've heard so many preachers and ministers, and this is not to talk out against them or anything of that nature, but so many preachers and ministers that have talked about purpose, talked about um, God's plan for your life. And unfortunately, and I think this does a disservice, I think we as individuals, as the body of Christ, have complicated God's word. This is what I know. I know that God is a God of simplicity. He gives us things yeah. simply. And God is a God of order. And if you look at it, and I, and I remember when the Lord told me to read the book of Nehemiah, and I, I began reading the book of Nehemiah from the, from the month of August to date. I still have not been released. And I just continue to absorb it. But when God gave his instructions, just like he told Nehemiah to rebuild the walls of Jerusalem, he gave him specific instructions when to move. When to go. He, first of all, Nehemiah prayed. He prayed and he waited for instruction from God. When he waited for the instruction from God, which was clear, he then went to the king. When he got to the king, the king gave Nehemiah everything that he needed to accomplish the task. Nehemiah didn't have the resources. The king had it. Nehemiah then went and did what God had called for him to do. He had the support of other individuals, and he was able to encourage them. They lined up with the vision, which God tells us to write the vision, make it plain. Others will see it. And so they lined up with the vision. He never stopped fighting, and he never got distracted. We have to understand, when Solomon built the temple, when Noah built the ark, and when Nehemiah rebuilt the walls of Jerusalem, they all received specific, very detailed instructions from God. And, it, and he didn't leave anything out. He didn't leave anything to the imagination. But they all had a prayer life in which they had that communication with God, and they knew when, that, when God was speaking. What I've come to the realization is that many people don't know the voice or the movement or the unction of God. And I just want to encourage everybody that can listen on this morning when you, and I posted this on my Facebook on this morning as well, because I think this is so important and it actually came out in prayer on today. When you are seeking God's face for something and there is peace in your spirit, take that as a sign from God that God is speaking to you about mm-hmm. that. Pursue it in that perspective. If there's any anxiety, if there's any stress, any nervousness, do not move. But here's the other thing. It does not mean that you may not encounter failure because there are lessons in failure. But mm-hmm. anything that God ordained, when you look back over time, you have, you have got to produce fruit, even in failure. There ought to be some production of fruit and fruit that will remain. Now, if you can look back six months and you don't see any fruit, um, any fruit from any endeavors, that may not be God. You might have missed the mark on that one. Nicole, we have a, oh, I'm sorry. We have, we have a caller coming in, honey. Okay. Um, caller from 843. It's your girl, Side Brown, checking in for the Side Brown Morning Show and Nicole B. Simpson. You have a question or a comment for Miss Nicole Simpson? Hi, hi. This is, this is RG. This is what? Rita. <laughs> What's going on, buddy? This is the first time we've talked and we in the chat room every day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, listen, I've got a question for Nicole because it's very – one of the things that I've been running into is, you know, what she's talking about is, is, is absolutely great. But how do you reconcile 
the the idea of being prosperous outside of the prosperity gospel. Mm. Two different things. I wonder if she can address that. Okay. Um. And and I appreciate that. I, I need to. I need everyone to understand that um, when when I look at prosperity, we have, we have to understand that everybody's not going to be prosperous. The, right. the poor was with us. Let's be let's be mindful and let's be realistic. The poor was with us. I believe that when you begin to obey the will of God, then you're walking in His plan for you, and you will find prosperity in that. And for me, prosperity represents balance. And I know that may be contrary to what some of, you know, our national preachers may say, and that's okay. I, I'm, I'm all right with being a contrarian. But when I have good health, when I have financial stability and the ability to do what God has called me to do and live my life completely on purpose for God, I have that prosperity. And I think that that's important. Now, it may not equate to a million dollars in the bank, and that's just one area of it. But we've got to look at what is it that God's calling me to do. Because if God calls you to be a teacher and all of your gifting is in, is in teaching, it's going to be hard for you to get to a million dollars. Yeah, It can happen based off of financial stability and using good, sound stewardship. But the call of a teacher may not necessarily equate to you being a millionaire. But are you right. not prosperous? You would, and you will have good success. And so now for those that have that entrepreneurial spirit and they have a desire to, um, you know, to pursue that money, again, I do believe that if we're obedient to the word of the Lord and we operate according to his will, then we will have that because he grants us the desires of our hearts. After seeking God's face, I believe that if he gives you that entrepreneurial spirit, which that character is already on the inside of you, Pursuing his instructions specifically will get you to that point. Now, also, one of the reasons why many of us are not financially successful is because we're not good stewards over our money. Most mm. of us will say that we pay tithes, but we really don't. And, we, mm. um, and if we do, we just pay tithes in that financial capacity. But where's your service? Where's your, your commitment to the house, serving the household? Where are you serving the least of them? And I think, again, there has got to be balance in all of that, not just limited to finances, because you give 10% of your money, but you're the nastiest person in the world. You're not going to be blessed in that. And I think we need to recognize that. Amen. I hope I answered your question. Amen. <laughs> no, I, amen. I, really, I really appreciate that because it, it kind of – lines up with everything that I've been saying for the past 20 years. I, I've always had a problem with, with folks that, or with preachers that have talked about being prosperous, mm-hmm. and it's only been in the terms of financial. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, don't believe, I don't believe God wants us to be just, you know, just rich and, right. and mean, hateful, and nasty. There's, there's, right. a, there's a process that goes along with it. I mean, the world, the world can be, have a lot of money, but the world's mm-hmm. one of the most cruelest places you've ever want to see. So, you know, that, that's what I was trying to, just trying to get that in there real quick. Ty, you got a great show. I've been pretty much mm-hmm. listening every morning. This is some Thank good you. information. Thank uh, you. Cool. And, and, and I just keep on, keep it on. Thank, Thank you. you. I appreciate you. Thank right you. Now. And you know what? I did a show last year. I'll never forget because Thursdays we do our Bible, our online Bible study or our online life study. And we did a show last year called The Monetization of Salvation. And there was a direct correlation in that show between um, 
quote, prosperity gospel and the monetization of our ability to, to spend eternity with the Lord. So, RGW, if you shoot me an email, sb at cybrown.com, sb at cybrown.com, I'll shoot you the MP3 file of that show, and it was and it was entitled The Monetization of Salvation. And I think I, I, I'm, I'm very blessed to have listeners that, that hold, hold my feet to the fire because my listeners will check me in two seconds flat. And it's people like Nicole Simpson who come on who at least can talk about finance, but she's talking about it from being a woman of God. And I think that's the biggest differentiating factor than me just having somebody come on, you can do it, yeah, yeah, come on. No. If your heart is not right and, and your, your life is not aligned up with the word of God as best as you can, then I think you're really setting yourself up for failure. Nicole, what are your thoughts on that? No, I, I totally agree with you. I think that it's very important for us to understand that there is balance in, in relationship with God, and um, we are accountable. Now, that's not to say that nasty people don't have money, because they do. Unfortunately, uh, we all do. But when we're trying to do things God's way, you know, we have to understand that there's a responsibility that we have. And, um, you know, that responsibility begins and ends with stewardship. And stewardship is not just financial and stewardship, but it's also having integrity. And these are some of the words that you don't like to hear all the time because then it makes us personally accountable. See, we want to blame everybody else for where we're standing financially, but the reality is if we look and take inventory in our own lives, we can see some of the reasons why we have not accomplished what God has called for us to accomplish. You are, you are so right, Nicole. I, I'm I'm grateful that you thought it not robbery to join us today and to share um, your website and to share your wisdom. I'm a big believer in just sharing. I do brain dumps all the time on people because I really feel like what what what's the purpose of me having all this information in my head if I don't share it with other people? And I. I've told my listeners on several occasions, on my Facebook wall, it says, I listen to God as much as I can because my way is typically wrong. And that's just based on history, just based on, just based on life. So I'm, I'm so grateful that you um, came on the show and pressed through and, and really brought, us, brought forth a good message. Thursdays is our, um, our online and Internet Bible study. And I just want to say in advance, you have, this, you have an open invitation to join us at any time. Um, because your heart is in the right place and you're sharing such good information for my listeners. Um, as we start to wrap up the show, um, do you have any final thoughts, anything that you want the listeners to, to, to walk away with? I do, but i got to make an, uh, a shameful plug just quick, fast, and in a hurry. <laughs> and I'm so sorry. I know we're in the spirit of everything, but at the end of the day, <laughs> tomorrow night I'm having my birthday party and book launch. Commercial <laughs> <laughs> girl. I'm sorry. Um, no, tomorrow is the actual official launch of Dare to Dream. And so I'm certainly inviting all of your listeners to come on down and dare to dream with me um, on tomorrow evening. It will be at the Embankment Restaurant um, in Jersey City, New Jersey. I tried to pick a central location for all of our New York listeners and our New Jersey listeners and even, you know, our listeners from the Power of Gospel that's been in Philadelphia and and um, Delaware. And so it will be in Jersey City at the Embankment Restaurant. Um, tomorrow from 7.30 until 9.30, I will be signing books. We'll have media there. We have a whole bunch of people that are coming there with their dreams. And I just truly believe that if God has called for you to do something, 
then somebody who you've been looking for will be there on tomorrow night. And somebody that has been looking for you, your gift and your talent and your dream, they will be there to connect with you as well. And so please come out and join me. It's at the Embankment Restaurant 234 10th Street in Jersey City, New Jersey. And I want to encourage everyone, if you do nothing else, please, whether you like video or whether you like um, um, to read, please sign up for the 52 tips over the next 52 weeks. It's only the fourth week, so you got time to go ahead and get your information, 52 <laughs> tips over the next 52 weeks so that we can be financially stable, we can be financially free. And you may not get a million dollars, but I can tell you good sound investments will have you live a liberated life, and that's what we need to do. Because I believe if money wasn't an issue for us, most of us would pursue our dreams. And I'm just I can only imagine what that will look like in the body of Christ. Amen. Amen. Nicole, thank you. I put all that information in the chat room, Jersey City Embankment Restaurant. Um, I put all the details, so definitely um, definitely come through, everybody. Check out Nicole's website, www.nicole.b. Simpson. Um, I thank Nicole for joining us today, and, and, and I'm very grateful for her appearance on the show. Um, tomorrow is Welcome to the Weekend, so you know we have a party here on the Side Brown Morning Show. Uh, just, you know, to welcome in the weekend. We have a, an intense week. We're talking about cancer. So let's just have a good time. Always remember that we shall pass through this world but once. Any good, therefore, that we can do or any kindness that we can show to any human being, let us do it now. Let us not defer or neglect it, for we shall not pass this way again. I love you all for listening. Thank you very much for joining me every single day right here on the Sideground Morning Show at 9 a.m. 24-Hour Mom just hit me up in the chat room and said this was a good show. Thank you. I work very hard to make sure I bring you all relevant information, information that can really make a profound and lasting change in your life, and that's what I desire to do every day. So thank you. For more information on the show, log on to SideBrownMorningShow.com, or you can just log on to my site, SideBrown.com, download the show through iTunes, or just send me an email, MP3 recording of the show. I love you all for listening, and I'll see you tomorrow. Peace.